Hello and welcome to the Wellbeing Wanderer podcast. I'm your host, Kat Burdett, wellbeing coach, eternal nomad, and self-love enthusiast. Come join me on a journey as I deep dive into what it really takes to achieve that happy, content state of being. The goal of this show is to bring you those feel-good vibes, expand your learning, and encourage your own personal growth so that you can discover what well-being means for you. I'll be exploring every and any genre, including health, mindset, spirituality, and much more. So get ready for a juicy, mind-opening, raw, and real experience when no topic is off limits. I hope this helps you to feel good. Hello everybody and welcome back to the show. I hope you're all having a beautiful week. I am super excited today because I have a very, very special interview guest for you. I have got the absolutely beautiful Kristen Jenner on the show, also known as Pursuit of Bliss. And this lovely lady has been one of my mentors and she's actually helped me completely changed my life and is the reason why I live the way I do now. And I can honestly say hand on heart, I would not be where I am right now without her guidance and support. She is a hugely successful manifestation coach, living her dream life. She has everything she's ever dreamed of. She's helped thousands of women to change their lives and continues to do so. I cannot speak highly enough of Kristen. And so without further ado, here is the beautiful Kristen. So welcome to the show, Kristen. I'm absolutely thrilled and honored to have you on. How are you doing? Hi, thank you. I'm so excited to be here and I am doing very well. Really excited for this conversation. I just wanted to start by saying thank you really because you've been such a huge positive influence in my life and doing your course and listening to your podcast for the past year and a half has really built up my self-confidence and belief. And I actually don't think I would be here now if uh, I didn't hear your, all your wise words that you've given me. So thank you so much. (laughs) Of course that just, I mean, thank you for those words because that makes me just overjoyed to hear. So thank you. Ah. Well, thank you. (laughs) And uh, I think the best way to start is just for those people that don't know you. um, Obviously, I know you. I feel like I know you really well. (laughs) There are many many people that don't. Um, So can you just explain a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah. So my name is Kristen Jenna. I am a manifestation coach, but the meaning of, of that has shifted a lot over the past three years since I first started. Um, I live in Costa Rica. Well, we're both in Costa Rica right now, which is kind of cool. And uh, yeah, most of my work is surrounded around helping women attract everything they desire into their lives. Um, And right now it's my main focus is really on helping women crack their hearts open and uh, reconnect with their feminine essence so that they can start to magnetize and attract what they desire and the things that they don't even know that they desire into their lives with ease right kind of just like opening opening up expanding and it's been um yeah it's really really magical deep medicine this work but it's extremely Mm. transformational and I'm so grateful to be here doing it 
that sounds so beautiful. And I feel like you say your work is constantly evolving. You're mm. always finding new things and, and new ways to increase the power of like the manifestation. I think that's amazing. Yeah, always. I mean, I think for anyone who's any kind of coach, mentor, healer, et cetera, like for me, at least my work is the embodiment of who I am. Like my business is me. It's I'm the embodiment of everything I do and teach. And so as I grow mm. and shift and change, as we all do, naturally my business, my purpose, my mission, all of that shifts with me. And so sometimes it feels like every month it's shifting, but from where I was when I started three years ago, teaching really the basics of manifestation and mindset to where I am now, which is, you know, I, what I teach now is something I didn't even know existed three years ago. So it's just a constant evolving yeah. journey. And I'm sure in a year I'll, I would tell you something different. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. I love that you said that because I can definitely relate to that. And that's how I feel like, and also for myself, I change sometimes like daily. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but especially in the past year with all the amazing help I've been getting from everyone. So mm. that's incredible. Um, there's a question I like to ask everybody because I feel that obviously the show's The Wellbeing Wanderer and all about well-being. And so I'm just curious to know uh, what your interpretation of well-being is. What does it mean for you? Wow, that's an interesting question because there's so many aspects to well-being for me. But I think for me, the biggest, uh, for me, well-being means alignment. Um, it means being in, in alignment with our soul's past for us, um, with our higher self or universe or God or spirit or whatever it resonates. It's just being in alignment with that path. Because when you're on that path, uh, it doesn't mean bad things don't happen or you don't feel bad sometimes or you get triggered or you have health problems. Uh, but when you're on that path, you're able to move, move through everything with ease, understanding that it has divine purpose. And so for mm -hmm. me, well-being is kind of being in a state of non-resistance to everything that's flowing through us in each and every moment. So it's almost like a sense of presence uh, because mm -hmm. when we don't have resistance and we allow what's moving through us, uh, we allow it to bring its blessings with us and align us even more deeply with that highest path, whatever that might mean for us. And so mm -hmm. um, that would be my definition of well-being. It's kind of more than a physical state for me and more of an energetic alignment. Mm, yeah, I feel that definitely. Yeah, more about ultimate acceptance of what is and just allowing things to flow. Exactly. Exactly. Because we could give a million definitions like well-being is, you know, feeling energized exactly. or eating healthy food or it's all of these things. But what happens when you don't have access to that food or what happens when you do get sick? Then do we label ourselves as no longer in a state of well-being um, or do we have a higher exactly. perspective of, OK, this is happening in my body, but I'm going to allow this because there's something here for me to learn, to shift, to grow um, rather than labeling it as you know, something mm. negative. Yeah, that's it. It's the uh, identity that we attach to things that can cause us pain and discomfort, for sure. Exactly, 100%. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that. I really appreciate it. And yeah, I love that view. And actually, yeah, alignment is a big part of the work that I do with, with my clients as well, bringing people back into balance. So yeah, I love that answer. Um. So let's talk about manifestation. I want to know, how did you get into manifestation? <laughs> mm. So a few years ago, 
well, we really have to go back like five or six years to when I was living in this same town in Costa Rica for the first time. And at that time, my life was completely different. I was working at a sandwich shop, (laughs) making a few dollars an hour. Uh, I was completely broke. I was like literally counting pennies. I was, you know, getting really, really like almost blackout drunk, you know, up to five, six nights a week, just really anxious, not in a good place in my life. And I knew something had to change and I couldn't figure it out. And I remember like, like looking, like looking at blogs and stuff and finding manifestation. And I found some like five-step process of, okay, do this to manifest what you want. And I did it. And I was like, okay, my life is finally going to change. I had like scripted it out and like done my gratitude. And I just like literally was like waiting for my life to change. Like, when is the money coming? (laughs) And nothing changed. And so I kind of was like, this is bullshit, whatever. I don't believe in this. Mm. Um, Fast forward a few years, I hit uh, one one of the many rock bottoms of my life where I was in a corporate job, um, just completely unhappy. I was sharing a bedroom, a mattress on the floor, couldn't afford a car, couldn't afford my own room, couldn't afford my own bed frame, uh, miserable in my work. And I was at such a low that I was like, you know what? I'm willing to try anything. I'm willing to try this manifestation thing again. Maybe I did it wrong last time. And so I remember there was a moment where I actually like made this like kind of, I sent this prayer up into the universe and I was like, please, like if this is real, if there's anything or anyone or any energy out there listening to me, I swear I will do whatever you put in my path. I will say yes to whatever you put in front of me, as long Mm -hmm. as you help me change my life, like make my dreams come true. And, um, and I was fully committed to that. And I kept that promise no matter how difficult it was. And it led me down a path of, um, kind of diving even deeper into like the real meaning of manifestation versus the surface level, you know, what you see in the mainstream. Um, mm. And I started saying yes to all the opportunities and people and books and things that showed up in my path. And it led me on this like, in, like intensely accelerated journey of shifting my life in a matter of six months and really manifesting everything I desired. And mm. um, so it kind of, a, long story short, it took me getting to the deepest rock bottom of my life to really give manifestation a chance and to give it a chance beyond the surface level teachings that you see, um, you know, in the mainstream. Yeah, but yeah, absolutely. And I love your story. It's so inspirational. It was for me hearing how you came from, from that place to where you are now. And yeah, there is this misconception as well that with manifestation, you just have to like, do these five steps or whatever but actually there's you know what I've learned there's so much more under the surface than that it's so much more about about you what do you think actually is the biggest misconception about manifestation would you say oh there's so many I mean I could list so so many basically any any basic or mainstream definition you see in manifestation is typically misconstrued because it's just so much deeper than is what is typically taught, right? Like the whole, you need to be high vibe to attract what you want, right? Like that's a misconception. Um, Mm. Also just the idea of, okay, if I'm, if what I want to manifest isn't showing up, I'm doing something wrong, or I need to heal all of my limiting beliefs to manifest, or I need to constantly be working on myself or figuring out what's wrong with me or rewiring my mindset. I think sometimes, um, manifestation and limiting beliefs and all of this inner work can actually become uh just an extension of 
the trauma of I need to prove myself. I need to prove my worth to show that I'm deserving of what I want. Um, mm. And I think a lot of the uh, obsessive nature around manifestation actually is just a continuation of that and a continuation like the cycle of trauma, um, which is attached to the, oh, we need to be high vibe all the time. I need to fix all my limiting beliefs. So they're not bringing me down. I can raise my energy and I can attract what I want when in reality, you know, that stuff is all good and great and it does work to an extent, but the biggest piece isn't rewiring the limiting beliefs. The biggest piece is understanding that we were worthy even when we had all of the limiting beliefs mm-hmm. and that even with all of the limiting beliefs and all of the trauma and all of the hurt and all of the confusion and wherever we are in life right now, you're already worthy of everything you desire and you don't need to fix yourself or fix anything. Um, and that's more of the energy I like to lean into is creating yeah. more of this internal state of acceptance because going the other route, and, um, you know, constantly trying to fix yourself, work in limiting beliefs will also help that will also yeah. manifest what you want, but only to a certain extent before you reach kind of like a burnout or stagnation or hit a glass ceiling. And that's when people start wondering what's wrong with me. Um, yeah. and it's really just a matter of, you don't need to keep trying to fix yourself. <laughs> <You're really laughs> <worthy. laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you know, there are, everybody has different layers and different levels of how they're feeling and and it's it's hard for some people to decondition themselves and to actually feel that sense of worthiness mm-hmm. and and I know that that can be a major block with manifestation and something I've been working through massively myself and I'm coming a long way with it but yeah there are still things that aren't showing up and it feels like it's not working so it can be quite frustrating at the same time is there a kind of really good direct way to to work through all that stuff or you know does it just take time or what's the best way well I think it's this understanding that in the beginning of your manifestation journey if you're new to to the journey it is really important to rewire the limiting beliefs and to do all of that work uh that's like Mm -hmm. the first step right to like almost bring yourself back to a baseline is to work through whatever massive belief systems have been actively sabotaging you and your actions. But once you do that, like we get so caught up in that cycle that some people just continue to think they need to do it to continue to manifest. But once you get like a baseline, uh, it's just a matter of learning to trust yourself and trust your, trusting your body and trusting life and knowing that as I meant to work through something, if there is actually something actively blocking me from what I'm trying to attract, I can trust that life, God, universe is going to guide me into that space to work through it. It's either going to bring me the right people or it's going to push me into the right trigger that's going to bring it to the surface. I'm going to be put in a scenario or in front of the right people to help me move through what needs to be moved through rather than let me force this. Let me figure out what all my limiting beliefs are. Let me find out what all my trauma is and let me work through all of it so I can attract what I want versus... I'm worthy of what I want right now. And I trust life to guide me down the path of healing as I'm ready for it. And as it's meant to be right, because we're not actually meant to work through everything at once. It's too much. And there are things that we don't need to work through. We're not ever going to get to a place where we've worked through everything. And so it's kind of a matter of just stepping back and relaxing into this really deep trust and surrender with life and just saying life, I trust you. 
I trust you. Whatever needs to be moved through me, I trust that you are going to put me in that scenario. And when that happens, if it's a trigger or it's something else, I'm going to be present with it and I'm going to allow it because I mm. know that it's going to lead me to the experience I need to have to become ready for what I'm asking for. And so that's yeah. kind of the space that I'm moving more into is we don't need to try to heal. We don't need to try to fix anything or rewire anything. Once we've done the baseline, we just need to yeah. be present in our lives and trust and allow each experience to flow through us without making it mean anything. Yeah. Uh, and that kind of is, this is leaning into more of this magnetic attraction versus this forceful manifestation. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And it can be hard, you know, it can be mm -hmm. really hard. And I do feel like you do get what you ask for. <laughs> and I'm laughing because I've had experience of that. Um, and sometimes like, I think as well, you need to be really careful with the words you say, because sometimes that is like a spell in itself and can bring about something, even if it's a joke, as mm -hmm. I've also had experience of, which I am going to talk about in a later podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, the past year, I asked for a big thing. I asked for a big thing. And so the past year has been incredibly challenging for me. There's been so much come my way that my involvement has been huge. And I know because what I've asked for, I need to become mm -hmm. a different person or well, a different version of me anyway I know that's something that you talk about a lot with manifestations mm -hmm. or well, becoming a different version of yourself yeah absolutely and I'm glad you brought that up and I think this is part of you know how we were talking about you know oh the manifestations aren't here what's wrong with me and there's like this piece of sometimes when you intend or ask for something especially something really big and suddenly things are falling apart people are leaving your life or you're fired from your job or like everything is going wrong and you're like, what's going on? And what's happening is, you know, you're making space for what you asked for. Uh, the universe is like burning away everything that is not in alignment with where you're going, but that can be really painful. And part of the reason why so many of us kind of almost block our manifestations or they don't come is because we're in resistance to what's happening because along with everything being burnt away, we're also, kind of a part of us is dying. The part of us that was in alignment with the parts of our life that are being burned away has to die. And yeah. as long as we're holding on to that identity or resisting the change, all we're doing is creating more suffering and holding ourselves where we are. So we're always in each and every moment being given the exact experience necessary to get us where we want to go. But if we're resisting it, then we're essentially just putting off everything the universe is trying to bring us. And mm -hmm. so it's really important to give yourself space to grieve the part of you that's dying so that you can be reborn as this new version and to also maybe grieve the changes in your life, but can we grieve them and also allow them rather than trying to cling to them rather yeah. than trying to manip manipulate reality to make us more comfortable. And that's this version of manifestation that I see a lot is let me try to manipulate my reality and manifest all of these things so I can feel more comfortable, right? Mm -hmm. Versus let me allow what's happening and trust that it's making space and guiding me toward a higher path with even more manifestations and miracles and fulfillment than I'm even able to imagine right now. Uh, and it's difficult. Like this is challenging. This is why not everyone like dives into this work, uh, but it's the most fulfilling type of work there is, is living in this kind of state of deeper surrender and, and trusting that it's all happening and it's important for us to feel everything 
as it's happening, but also to let it all flow through us so we can get to whatever it is that life is trying to bring us. Mm, Yeah, that makes sense. And yeah, again, I can completely relate to that. A question just popped into my head, actually. If if you've asked for more than one thing, um, can that get confusing because of the way that the lessons that come your way? Can it sometimes get confusing for you? Say you've asked for, I don't know, I can't think of an example right now, like a million, a million dollars. Um, and you've asked for the love of your life to appear. <laughs> Does that ever have a conflicting effect Does or confusing effect? Um, yes and no. So it only, it's only has having a confusing effect if we are trying to make everything make sense. And say, okay, okay, this lesson showed up. Is this, do I need to like work through this to make sure I attract the love of my life? Or like, you know, when we're putting meaning on everything that's happening and trying to make sense of it, then it gets confusing. Mm. Uh, but if we're just allowing and saying, you know what, I have no idea what this lesson is. I have no idea why I'm getting triggered. And I don't need to know because I trust that it's for everything I've asked for. And so I'm going to allow myself to fully feel it. I'm going to open my heart to it. I'm going to let it move through me and I'm open to whatever lessons it brings me, but I'm Mm going to refrain from putting any meaning on this, like saying, okay, I need to like, this triggered me. This must be the lesson. I need to rewire this belief so I can attract that million dollars versus just allowing it all to simply flow. And you can notice a part of yourself that wants to make sense of it. The part of our human minds is like, I need to understand this. Why is this happening? I need to know when my manifestation is coming. I need to know which lesson this is. How can I accelerate this? That's always going to be there. But can we simply accept that part of us and witness that a part of us wants to label, wants to make sense, wants to create logic and and rationality out of something that is not logical or rational? Yeah. Um, Accept that part of us, but also not act on it and choose to instead just like breathe into the discomfort of not knowing um yeah. and simply tr- like this is that surrender i'm talking about like breathing into it and simply choosing mm. to trust that whatever is showing up is here on purpose and it's here mm. for a greater purpose and it's here for everything that we're asking for even if we don't know how it like this puzzle piece fits into the puzzle um mm. because we don't need to know yeah and it could be hard and it does it mean it doesn't mean that you're not going to get emotions with the experience, but obviously they've, they've come to you because you need to go through those emotions and experience them. So it really is just about surrendering to the experience and then coming back to that trust again. And that's, I, I speak like this because I know I've been doing it myself. So <laughs> I, yeah. I understand how it feels. And obviously I know, yeah. you know, massively how it feels. Yeah. Um, speaking of trust, um, it's made me want to ask you this question. So there's a lot of people out there who see manifestation as complete woo-woo nonsense. It's a load of rubbish. It doesn't make sense. And I'm just wondering, is there actually any science behind the manifestation or a good way to logically explain it? Can it be, can it be explained that way? There is like quantum physics behind it. Um, To be honest, like I've read some stuff about it, but I haven't bothered myself with learning the science behind it because frankly, I don't care. There could be all of the science in the world telling me it doesn't work. And I I don't give a shit because it works for me. 
Exactly. And, um, yeah. You know, if there's people in this world who don't understand it and they want me to define them scientifically, like I just don't care. I don't have the space or energy for that. I think if someone believes that it's woo-woo bullshit, then that's totally fine. It doesn't bother me at all. Like, that's fine. Live your life the way you desire to live it. Like, I truly don't mind. I'm going to live my life in the way that feels best for me. And this form of manifestation that I have embodied works really well for me. And it's brought me a really magical life. And Mm. so I just, I really, like, I I don't know. And I... I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> Great. I love it. <laughs> That's the key. Don't care. Yeah. Like do things for you. This is what I'm always yeah. telling people. You've got to do things for you. Got to do things yeah. to make you happy. Totally. And I mean, there for people who are listening and are really science minded and they need that, you can look into the quantum physics behind everything. There are plenty of books, plenty of studies there. It's out there. If you want to find it, um, you definitely can. I just personally have not studied it (laughs) no I mean it's mainly based around uh the law of attraction really Mm -hmm. isn't it manifestation so yeah and I've yeah I've I've researched a little bit about quantum physics I do find it really fascinating but uh like you say you don't really need it and you definitely don't need it so that's (laughs) great (laughs) um cool thank you for answering that I love the answer um so yeah something I want to know is people obviously the main thing they want to manifest really is money Mm -hmm. um, because money obviously gives you more more freedom it makes you feel more secure um, and yeah you just it it, you don't need to worry but what does it feel like to you to just have made all that money and to be successful Mm. I go a million directions with this because it's it felt like a million different things. And there's been so many stages of my journey and money has brought me so much freedom and it's made my life really magical. And uh, money used to be in the main form of manifestation that I used to teach. Mm. Um, everything I used to teach was about money and I manifested a lot of it. I think I'm probably, I don't know, I haven't even checked, but close to a million in sales in the history of my business. Um, yeah, it's amazing. And- Yeah. And I think in the beginning, money was the driving factor behind a lot of what I did, which for a lot of people in the beginning it is, but I got to a place where I would, you know, hit a really big month. And then the next month I would be anxious about hitting a higher number and then a higher number. And I started to realize that a lot of the motivate subconscious motivation behind me manifesting more money was coming from a shadow aspect of me. And in the beginning, it was fine because we're all manifesting from shadow aspects at some point, some point in time. Um, And it's important to trust that part of the process. But it got to a point where I realized it was no longer feeling good to me. And I got to a point where I was hitting the biggest months I'd ever had, but I wasn't feeling good. I was Mm -hmm. feeling like there was like this empty void. I was feeling lonely and it was no longer bringing me any kind of happiness or even that high anymore. It's like every month I was like, I was a new high. And then suddenly I'd like kind of hit that ceiling and I wasn't hitting a high anymore with the money. And I kind of realized, uh, okay, there is something here is missing. And that's when I kind of rewired my entire business and the way that I live my life. And I shifted from kind of manifesting from this place of controlling and forcing and manipulating reality into, okay, how can I simply focus on being in alignment 
um, and attracting what I desire to me. And so I moved into manifesting money to attracting money and trusting it on an even deeper level. So this looks like not overworking myself, working actually very little. It looks like only doing things that feel exciting and inspiring to me. It meant cutting the fat in every single area of my life. It meant doing way less. And in the beginning, there was a stagnation where everything stopped. And then after Mm. a while, my, my life recalibrated and I began to attract a lot of money again. But this time it was easy. This time it was like people were just finding me. Uh, this time it was like, I didn't have to chase. I didn't have to try. I didn't have to force. I was just solely focused. I probably, uh, let go of like 60, 70% of what I was doing in my business and chose to solely focus on what inspired me. Uh, and it, it changed everything. And so the thing about money is it's really easy to look on Instagram and see the people who are making a lot of money and say, I want that. I want what they have. But what you don't see is the behind the scenes. Like, how are they actually creating that money? Because you can manifest anything you want in a million different ways. Uh, But there's only one way that's actually going to bring you a deep sense of fulfillment along with everything that you're attracting. And I think it was really important for me to, I've done manifestation in all of the ways you can imagine possible. And I figured out how it all feels and what works and what doesn't and what brings fulfillment. And, uh, and that's kind of where I am now in a space of trusting and truly attracting and knowing that I don't need to do more than just be the embodiment of myself and what feels aligned for me in every single moment to attract the things that I desire. And when I am in alignment with that embodiment, I'm going to naturally feel inspired at the right time to do the right things. They're going to attract to me what I'm desiring. And mm. so it's a much, um, I guess, more flowy way of manifesting, but it's, uh, I can't even describe the difference. Like it feels mm. so much more fulfilling. And to be honest, money hardly like, not that it doesn't matter. It does matter, but it doesn't like it give me that high anymore. I just, I'm yeah. so present in my life that nothing that I manifest anymore is is um, as important as just the presence I have in my life. Everything else kind of like the cherry on top. And um, that is actually one of the most powerful energies to be in where you don't need the money for the high or you don't need to manifest the partner for the high or you don't need to manifest the vacation home for the high because the high is being present and connected to the divine in each and every moment. That's where the high comes from. And that Mm -hmm. attracts all else with ease. Yeah, beautiful. And yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I would like the money, (laughs) but I would also like, um, yeah, what you talk about, just like you say, feeling in alignment, feeling good. It's interesting because actually, despite what's going on in my life at the moment, I actually do feel that, but I don't have the money, which is really interesting. It's like the reverse of what you were just saying, but I still want it, but I'm not like, I'm not needing it. So yeah, it's a very interesting time for me at the moment. Um, So yeah, we'll see what happens with that. But thank you for answering. That was a beautiful answer. Yeah, of course. So that makes me curious to know where you see your future going. Um, That's a good question. And I don't know. Uh, I think every year of my life, 
in the past few years, I've made a plan for my future. And then the next year, it's like I burned that plan to the ground because I'm not that person anymore. And kind of the same way my work has evolved, my vision for the future is constantly evolving. So I've actually kind of moved away from visions of where I see my business going or where I see my life going. Like, I don't know if I'll be where I'll even be in the next six months. Will I be living here? Will I be in Europe? Will I be, I don't know. And I've kind of in a space right now in my life where I'm in a constant state of surrender and just allowing life to kind of take me. And I'm kind of just the way I think of it is like, I'm like just this clear channel and I'm just like kind of allowing the divine to channel through me. Like, how can I be of service? I'm here. I'm a clear channel, like flow through me, show me the direction. Mm. And so I'm kind of moving away from me, making my own plans and kind of allowing life, God, universe, source, spirit, to just kind of guide me to where I'm meant to be. So I'm kind of trying to get myself out of the way. And I found that this actually works better for me than making plans and trying to stick with them because that sometimes brings me out of alignment. So I'll make a plan. I'll feel this pressure to stick with it. Even when a part of yeah. me is like, no, this isn't right anymore. So, uh, so wishy-washy answer to your question. Um, okay. But it's really, I don't know. We'll see where life takes me right now. Like if you had asked yeah. me a year ago where I would, what my plan was for the next year, I would not have said anything that's going on in my life right now. <laughs> but I'm so happy with how my life turned out. This, I would never have asked for it but it's better than what I thought I wanted last year. Yeah, the simple life. It's the Pura Vida life, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I know how that feels as well. (laughs) For sure. Well, okay, beautiful. The last question I think I want to ask you is, what's the best piece of advice that you can give people desiring to manifest a bigger and better life? Mm. The best piece of advice would be, you already have all the answers within you, a part of you already a deep part of you knows what the next step is. If you feel stuck or stagnant or things aren't coming or things aren't moving, you don't need to keep searching outside of you for the answer. You don't need to reach to the next book or the next mentor or the next podcast or the next inner work. Um, The answer is in the stillness within you and a part of you already knows the next step. And a part of you is probably terrified of making that step. Uh, and so the key to moving out of where you are and attracting that next level in your life is already within you. And I think the constant need to grasp outward for the answers can sometimes sabotage ourselves um, from the path we're meant to be on because it's a lot more simple than we usually think. So are you willing to just sit with yourself and listen to what your intuition actually has to say? Um, Cause oftentimes we just push it away because we don't want to hear it. Uh, <laughs> that's my biggest piece of advice because that you need nothing outside of you to attract everything that you're desiring. You already have the answer right here and right now. It's just a matter of choosing to listen to it. Brilliant. hundred percent. Yeah. And it is, yeah, it's hard, but it can be done. (laughs) It's very challenging. All of this, all of this is easier said than done. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally. I can attest to that. Yeah. Well, You've been absolutely amazing and a wonderful guest to have on. And so I just want to thank you so much for your time today. And I'm really, really happy we could do this. And I also want to thank you uh, for helping the thousands of people that you've already helped achieve what feels like the impossible. And I just think the work you're doing is amazing. Thank you so much. I deeply, deeply, deeply appreciate that. So 
Yeah. Thank you for saying that. And thank you for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. Yeah. (laughs) How incredible is Kristen? She is such a magical person. She has so much knowledge and wisdom about manifestation. And I just think it's so amazing how she's completely transformed her life through manifestation. If you would like more information about Kristen and what she does, then I have put all her details in the show notes so you can access all her information. And if you have enjoyed today's episode, then please leave a review and a star rating. And here is my final message for you all. Believe in what you want so much that it has no choice but to materialise. Thank you for joining me on today's show. Have a lovely rest of your week and I will see you soon.